Welcome to Junior L's and Now What? Shows or Entertainment episode 192. Because recently I shared about Eureka, one of my all-time, in fact, arguably my all-time favorite sci-fi show, I've decided that for this episode, I'm going to share its uh, co-universe show, Warehouse 13. Uh, For those that have had the opportunity to watch both shows to their full, which both shows ran about five seasons, uh, there's definitely some uh, opinions about which one's better because there are some similarities between them. They don't take themselves too seriously. Uh, There's a pretty small cast of main characters, not to say there aren't others that come into play, but a small cast of main characters. And the the story arcs typically run similar, uh, a lot of half-season arcs, and a lot of fun perspective of things. But once you step away from that, there's a lot of differences between the two. For example, uh, Warehouse 13 did start after Eureka did, so it came out a few years after Eureka. The cast of Warehouse 13 is arguably smaller. Uh, there is around three to four as the show progresses it evolves to five or six main characters that you'll see on a regular basis and then outside of that it becomes more about just a handful of reoccurring characters whereas in eureka you have that same set of main characters but a lot more reoccurring characters and part of that's just geography in warehouse 13 uh it's it's more about the past whereas eureka it's more about the future in warehouse 13 one of the things that makes it really fun is it's just it's steampunk. If you even contrive the idea of steampunk or have ever even thought about steampunk, Warehouse 13 is the essence of steampunk. Everything is about the past and taking the past and, and making it a little bit more sci-fi, if you will, a little more fantastic. Now, the premise of the show is that when people with extraordinary abilities, and I'm not talking about like magic per se, but more uh, maybe a strong willpower or incredibly genius capabilities or something. In some of these cases, their artifacts, something that is passionate to them, uh, it could be a, a stopwatch, it could be a bag that they carried around with them everywhere, eventually gets imbued with some kind of supernatural ability. Um, they do talk a little bit about it as the show progresses, about what that comes from and what it means. But for the most part, they leave that up to the imagination. And and, and from that standpoint, I think it's fun. Uh, they also review history constantly throughout it. Some of it's more modern history, like in the last handful of years. And some of it is centuries old, back to the Egyptians even. Uh, the Warehouse 13 itself is, is a literal name for a warehouse where the entire show takes place. And the premise is, is that the world is full of these artifacts, these things that have been imbued with abilities. And some of them can be dangerous in the wrong hands. And so they go around the world and try to find these artifacts and then store them in this warehouse so that they can be protected. Um, and they'll occasionally take them out as necessary and use them in appropriate situations. Uh, so the main characters carry a few of these artifacts with them all the time. Um, some of them are left completely unanswered. Uh, for example, one of the main characters carries around a bag with him. And he is always pulling out of the bag exactly what he needs. 
and they intentionally don't even address that as the show progresses, except for once near the very end. And even still, the answer was, don't jinx it, and that's it. So it's really fun from that standpoint. Uh, there's also a fun cast. Uh, the main uh, male character in there uh, had a reoccurring role on Bones for a little while, uh, and he's done a few other things too. Uh, the main female character, I know I've seen her in stuff. Um, there was a TV show about, um, gosh, I'm trying to remember the name of it, The Dresden Files, that's what it was, uh, based off a book series. And I believe she played a vampire character in that. And she's done a few other things as well. Uh, And those are kind of the two main characters. Now, there's a guy who runs the Warehouse 13. And he's kind of like, for lack of a better word, the caretaker. And he has done everything. He was in Star Trek The Next Generation in an episode where he abducted Data to be a part of his kind of like collection. I think he was actually called The Collector. Uh, He was in a series of episodes of Stargate SG-1 as sort of a reporter. Uh, He was in the first season of Eureka as a different character, which is kind of humorous if you think about it because these shows take place in the same universe. Uh, But both Warehouse 13 and Eureka ended up having uh, actors from the other shows appear on their shows before they officially crossed over as different characters. It actually makes sense if you've watched Eureka, because Eureka does some interesting time splits and alternate universe type stuff, so it, it can it can work. Um, they also had a lot of guest appearances from other sci-fi actors uh, across the genre. Uh, one of them, which is fun, if you're a fan of Star Trek: Deep Space Nine, uh, the actor who played the actor who played the shapeshifter. Um, he appears on the show a couple of separate times. Sad to say, I believe he passed away a few years ago. Not that that has any bearing on this whatsoever, but um, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, and and every, like I said, they did some crossovers between Eureka and Warehouse 13 where actors would appear on each of them. Um, both of the shows had two Christmas specials, which is not something you really see in TV much anymore. And both of them are really fun. In Eureka, uh, the first one was more sentimental. The second one was more entertaining, I guess. In Warehouse 13, it's the opposite. Uh, the first one was entertaining. Uh, the second one was more heartfelt. It was it was a, um, uh, a version, It's a Wonderful Life, uh, which worked out really well in that story. One of my favorite parts about it, actually, was in the first few seasons, they did a lot of stuff with Edgar Allan Poe and some of his writings and some of the stuff that he left behind, artifacts and the like, uh, which actually got me very interested in... Um, uh, in reading more Edgar Allan Poe, as strange of an individual as he was and how his death is still fraught with mystery. Uh, the stuff they did in Warehouse 13 for him was really fun, and, and it didn't end with that. They revisited it again later. Uh, it definitely made me think a lot about history, more than I would have otherwise, because they visit a lot of things, both obscure and known, uh, which is a lot of fun. So it's it's an easy, it's lighthearted, uh, it doesn't take itself too seriously, and uh, it's definitely one I would uh, advocate for. If you're going to watch one, whether it be Eureka or Warehouse 13, I definitely would suggest you watch the other two. Uh, it's strange to say as a family, we've watched all of Warehouse 13 beginning to end a couple of times, actually. Um, and we still haven't finished Eureka, which is strange, but it's my favorite. And I have a weird way of watching entertaining stuff. So I don't know, take it for what it's worth. Um, but 
it's good. Um, it definitely makes you look at history a little differently. It's awesomely fun when it comes to steampunk. Uh, I really can't say enough good stuff about it. Uh, it was just fun and, and enjoyable. Um, and I really like the, the, the main actor, the caretaker actor. Uh, he, uh, I, I forgot to mention, he was also on Frasier for a handful of episodes too. Um, yeah, anyways, he's fun. So uh, that's all I have to say about that. And in the immortal words of my youngest son, Superman, Smile, be happy, and remember that you're worth it. Thanks for listening.